It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ on demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. I know it's kind of weird, but as a parent, would you ever admit that your son or daughter is completely undateable? It happened this morning. We'll get to it in a couple of seconds. Here comes the podcast, guys. So yesterday, here's how it started. Got the dog. I'm going to go for a walk around the neighborhood. Sounds See nice. what's going on. Just a nice little stroll. And pull up on one of my neighbors. Hey, how's it going? Good. What are you doing? No, oh, just taking the dog for a walk. He walks down his driveway. Pets Addison. So what's new? How you been? Haven't seen you in a while. Good. We start talking. All of a sudden we hear. Through your neighborhood? It garnered sirens. Cops come through the neighborhood. Um, I'm guessing at the rate they were moving, it wasn't anything too important. But I'm guessing first responder duties, maybe. Okay. And. You don't go slow with sirens on. Well, it wasn't really buzzing. Well, but they weren't like flying Mm -hmm. there. Anyways, my neighbor pulls up from the conversation. He goes, all right, got to go. And I'm like, are those sirens for you? And he goes, no, 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 I got to go listen to the scanner. Oh, my God. It's my mom. And I said, wait, that's not normal. And he goes, it absolutely is. You don't have a police scanner? I said, no, of course I don't have a police scanner. Yep. And he made me feel like such a small-minded human because I don't run to the police scanner every time I hear sirens. And I thought, I got to bring this up and see if a lot of our listeners have a police scanner, number one, but every time you hear sirens, do you listen to the scanner? I think you're rare. I think a lot of people want to know what's going on in their community, so either they listen to a scanner what? or they read the blotter, which my mom does. What's a, I don't, where do you find a police blotter? Oh my God, it's public knowledge. Where? You can go ahead, uh, it, there's one on Facebook, then there's like the the website that you can go to and type in where you're, you're at. You're trying Anoka to tell County. me if I hear a police siren... I can go to a website and it'll tell me what's going on with that particular police vehicle. My mom tried to get me to join the Anoka one. I'm like, I don't need to know what's going on in Anoka. Do you do you look at these things? No, I don't. Because I already am having nightmares. I think if I looked at it, if I look at Facebook, I dream about the people that I just looked at on Facebook. It happens all the time. So if I looked at only bad stuff before I went to bed, like she does. Police blotter. Normal or nope? You listen to the police scanner every time you hear a siren, cat. Um, no, I don't. I can't believe. This oh yeah, is- every 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 county has one. Well, I know they have them, but I uh, get on that- Facebook, go ahead and join it. So you can go to your county's Facebook page, and it'll tell you every time a police car is summoned to a, an event or a situation. Yeah, but there are a lot of rules no if you're going to be joining one of these pages. No politics. You have to have respect. No bashing other groups or. They're creators, no hate speech or bullying. You literally just kind of check out what's going on. So you're abreast of what's well, going Kim on already in your texted in. They have an app for this, too. Heck yeah, Kim. Used to work at the newspaper. Uh, had scanners on all the no time. Wait, I'm just talking. These are rig. I get you're working at a newspaper and you got to look for it. Like our news department, they've got a scanner in there. Yeah, that makes sense. You, I can't believe in today's day and age. Normal civilians mm-hmm. in a residential neighborhood have a scanner they flip on every time they hear a police Listener or an Sean ambulance. Has one. He listens all the time. 
What he else is missing around. from your life <laughs> that you just listened to a police scanner? You got nothing else going on? That's some action. There's also that James guy. Is it James that everyone follows on Facebook? And he's like always at the scene. So he must hear it. And then he goes there and he Facebook lives. He's always at the scene. Should this be something my moped gang is doing? I don't think so. I think your presence is nuisance enough. If I don't know. James can go. Why can't we? Because he hides behind like a pine tree and uh, will Facebook live it. You guys will be. Oh, asking, what do the cops want more? A guy peeping in Facebook living it from behind a tree or a gang of vigilantes that are willing to help where they fail. Just the terminology you just used is very off putting for the police force. A gang of vigilantes. You're telling me. The way police forces are staffed right now and today with the lack of police presence, they, don't they couldn't you. use the help from a moped gang of middle-aged men? No, doll. They don't need you. And they don't need my money manager butting in. They don't need local entrepreneurs on their cute little mopeds. I, bl- I cannot believe how many people are texting in right now saying, I listen to the police scanner all the time. What's the most interesting thing you've heard on that scanner? This is bananas. Have you ever heard something about someone you know on that scanner? Odds are if you're in a well, smaller now, do community. Do they use names? I don't know. They use locations. Where at this street and this street. You're like, oh my God, Carol lives there. I got to call Carol and see what's up. But she's like, that's my neighbor, so-and-so. Yep. Just uh, hit his wife. Now he's going to jail. I can't believe this. This uh, this is, I'm very surprised this morning with the amount of people that instantly turn on a scanner when they hear a siren. I wonder why. I wonder why you have a scanner on your phone yeah, at 1025. What, what happened? That, I mean, are you that curious as to what the police or the fire or the uh, the ambulance crews are doing? Um, someone says it's more factual than just like looking on Facebook and getting secondhand news, then you hear it from the scanner itself. But you have to be very careful if you're a police officer on the scanner and you don't say anything incriminating. Um, I would think in the heat of the moment, that would be very easy to do. (laughs) Laura, love listening to the police scanner. (laughs) I'm sure, Laura. You guys, I don't want to, listen, my life is no better than yours, but when I find it that I have so much spare time then I'm going to start listening to the police scanner. I'm finding something else to do. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I, that's, I'm, yeah, this is, a, I would feel like all of the news that you're going to get through the scanner is really bad news. I don't need, I don't know if I need to invite that into my life. I you heard know? a baby was killed in my neighborhood. Thank God for the scanner. How did that help you? I know. Rose, how did that help you by having a scanner and hearing that a baby was killed in your neighborhood? That's awful. I can't Very see awful. how this is going to make my life. I was so, okay. Well, it's a I lot take, of action, though. I a lot take of it all like back. the action. My neighbor immediately went for a scanner, and I felt like he was the biggest dork in the world. And now everybody is saying, I listen to the scanner all the time when I hear sirens. Oh, Becky's related to an officer, says we listen all the time. Um, I'm sure, Becky, that might be something I'd do if I had a child or a loved one in the forest. Is that like watching your cousin who just got pulled up to the, you know, play for the Oakland A's? Like you're always watching to see if he gets into the game. I don't like, know. Are you or always listening to the sure scanner to hear if you're going to be okay? I don't know. I'm Maybe way out of my own here. This is very, very odd. We've got came 
in from Amy and we said, let's cover this. The subject line was, we want him out. We're like, who is he and why do you want him out? And she wrote, all of us at work wanted to throw this out to your show and your listeners to see if we can get this guy out of here. We have an awesome group of women where we work. There are a couple of guys that are pretty cool, but they're not here very much. One guy, though, he'll walk into the office and the way he walks in is so rude. He'll open the door all crazy and he'll throw his arms out and yell, I'm here. Stop drooling. He'll (laughs) randomly say, you know, you want this. He's the strangest guy ever. Ruins our mojo. One of my coworkers suggested that if all of us say something at the same time, that they'll take it seriously. Only a couple of us have said something to management and nothing has been done. He's still outrageous. What should we do? Amy. That is annoying. That would be very annoying. Okay, so let's I think just, we all know that person. Let's just break this down. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm here. Stop drooling. Now the stop drooling part, I suppose, starts getting you into some gray area, maybe. But he'll randomly say, you know you want this. That that's a little sounds like it's a that's on the line. Hostile work environment beginning conversation. I think also just the distraction of walking in and saying that every day. And he's not getting the response that he wants. Like mm. unless girls are like laughing at it, then he might thrive off that's that. That's it. That's it. I bet you somebody just kind of giggles at it to make it go away, but it's probably fueling that fire. You know, Amy, there are a lot of people out there that don't get hints. And I know we tell our children that things get better, but they don't. They're mostly dudes that don't get hints, too. <laughs> like, and and then you wonder, you're like, why is why are they not understanding that nobody is responding to them, yet they're doing it every single day? They've been like this since they were young. So it's probably just a trait that has I not gone away. I think you just have to go to HR and say this is making this yeah. is making me not want to work here anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be like the other guys where they just come in every now and then. <laughs> work, work out in the field, whatever they do. I don't even know what Amy you does. You ever been in a situation like this where there was somebody who was just making your workplace yeah. uncontrollably and they're gone now. horrible? I just think when you don't read the room and you are so over the top of not obnoxious when nobody else is being, you know, why don't you understand that? Leslie texted in, you got to record it and show the boss. Yes. I think it sounds, if I'm grabbing this right, that she's, they've already tried to approach management with this. Sounds like she said two, two of the people have already gone to management. Nothing has been done. I think safety in numbers. And then if you all say, this is, this is it. We're not going to stand for this. If you're on a phone call at your work and he walks in like that every <laughs> single day, that's a distraction that could lose a client. Who knows? Anybody else been through something like this? You're at work and uh, there's just somebody who is making it dreadful. And it might be on the borderline of some sexual harassment. It might be borderline of making it a uh, hostile work environment. Yep. How did you handle it? What was the next move? You got this email and basically think about this. If you went to work today, let's say you're in there for 10 or 15 minutes and all of a sudden the door flies open and some guy every single day yells, uh, I'm here, stop drooling. And then randomly, you know, you want this just really weird and appropriate things. Just never looking forward to the beginning of your day because this yeah. guy works there. Not reading the room. You're in a room full of females, maybe, you know. And I don't even think it's a woke thing. It's just an appropriate workplace situation. Somebody might be married and you're saying that to them or they're not interested in you. There's always somebody at a workplace like that. So, Amy, I'm not sure 
exactly what you should do, but definitely need to tell management if it's affecting all of you women. 3508 said when he says, you know, you want this, just pause, look at him and say, want what? Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you need to embarrass people. I, I truly think that sometimes people need to be taken down a couple of notches with some embarrassment. It might just be the thing. Did you read this one from Leslie? I had a manager who asked us girls constantly to show our boobs. Wow. But she said, I had a good. I don't know if that's supposed to be in there. She said, probably is. Some girls did. (gasps) Are you doing speak to text, Leslie? You should probably call. She said, I reported it. Then everyone got upset saying I accused them of sexual harassment. Never came out of my mouth. After two years, no issues. They fired me. Wow. Makes you not want to speak up. Mm. I think if you have enough receipts, oh, if you have enough evidence, that you could probably make things a little bit better in that area. Now, Haley's been in a tough situation at work, too. Tell us about the uh, the guy that's making it bad. My coworker decides to take it upon himself to say that all the women in the office shouldn't take the elevator uh, and that we should work our booties and take the stairs. Wow. So if any HR person is listening right now, you are their nightmare because that's a long meeting. Like, you you can't say that stuff at all. This isn't the first time. On National Women's Day, he pulled the same stuff. Like, he was saying, like, oh, make sure that you support your local woman and go for a march today. And, oh, uh, making fun of sure you. Make sure you wear. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, wear those and whatnot. Oh. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't, what? Yeah, okay, I got you. All right, so this guy obviously is like a, he's a chronic offender and uh, yeah. you're, at, you're at one of these probably male-dominated workplaces where they don't take this very seriously and I can kind of feel from your voice that you're not getting uh, any results out of the deal. When, I don't know how bad something geez. has to get for someone to get fired. So guys are not, white men are not a protected class. Am I right? So it's women, handicapped people, people of different ethnicities, they're a protected class age. So, I mean, they might be able to get them out of there a little bit quicker than normal. If a bunch of women are having the same problem with one person where there's smoke, there's fire. So don't give up on this. Thank you. 12 years ago today, we hit the radio with the announcement that Kat and Derek were expecting... Baby Liam. OMG. I wish I had that audio. Now. I wonder if I do. What happened after that is that we had to pivot very, very quickly as we were only days away from heading out to Mexico. Yeah. And give away their trip because your doctor had said probably not the thing you want to be doing is heading out to Mexico. So I had just found out that I was pregnant, but I was puking like a ton and I was going to clinics and getting IVs. I had what uh, Kate Middleton had, where you have like a just like an pompous attitude. <laughs> an overactive like um I don't I don't know what kind of response my bo- my body had. I don't oh, know why. Think about I it. All of a sudden so you're just you're a regular person. Then one day you start growing a human. I would think that it's pretty natural for your body to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it was a bit weird. And uh, we gave away your trip to Mexico. And hmm. what, eight months later? There's Liam. No, seven months later. Seven months later, yeah. 
Seven months later, ruining a great day on the lake for me when you decided, oh, now's the time I should give birth. Cut too. Uh, but yeah, I saw come up my memories. I was like, oh my gosh, like when you uh, pick your son up from school today, you can look at him and say the whole world knew you were going to be a thing 12 years ago today. I know. Thanks to our radio show. Man, where's the time gone? All I was looking at my memories too. It was three years ago today that we had a basketball tournament. And I'm like, why is everyone's face covered up? They had to play basketball with masks on. I remember that. I remember thinking like, this is horrible. Can you imagine working out with a mask on? I remember Um, doing it. Yeah. And uh, and when when COVID first hit, I remember doing it. And that was at the point where I'm like, I'm leaving this gym. Yeah, I would just walk outside. We just walked outside. It was it was so much easier to yeah to either work out outside and then Trish and I started kind of developing our home gym because I'm like I can't do this. I can't be around. Number one, you didn't know really what was going on at the time. Everybody was wigging out, and you knew the safest way to operate was probably be away from people if you didn't want to get sick. Yeah, and all you heard was that people were gonna die if you got COVID. No, and uh, you protected grandma and grandpa. And, and I'm everything. not laughing because well, they, you look they back did. on people it now, did die. and it was there was but. a lot of shenanigans that were happening, and I'm not gonna get deep into it. Uh, but it, knowing what we know now, in hindsight, is always 2020. But that was just a funky time. But yeah, 12 years ago today, you told oh. everybody about your baby. I'm JJ. Cats here too. What's good? I made 150 bucks last night at the gas station. Not the way I used to, but the new way, the new mom way. I sold the uh, fireplace I bought because it's just too big. It's too big for the space. Doesn't make any sense. She bought. Uh, was it? It was an electric, or you needed to run the gas line. It was electric, but okay. you need a special outlet for it because it would put out too much and um, blow the fuse. And I didn't want to do that. Oh, and you so, had to wire it for more. I got you. Right. And it was the thing is we couldn't drop it behind the wall because there was cement behind the wall and then a ledge. Anyway, Sounds it was like a debacle. Some poor planning to me. It was very poor planning. So that's that, but made my money back. So that was good. It's always really shifty to meet somebody in the back of a gas station. Does, parking lot. Uh, so I know Clear Lake won't do it, but does Becker have a spot at their police department where you can do this? Oh, really? I know I a lot know of uh, a lot of cop shops are doing this now. They even uh, color out a parking spot or two for transactions. Yeah, for transactions because it's oh. it's heavily patrolled. There's cameras everywhere. They yeah. think it's probably one of the safer spots you can uh, do a transaction. There was now. actually a cop right behind us at the pump, so it was fine. And she was super tiny. I could have taken her. So. I uh, got the 150. That was good. Picked up Liam from basketball. I had the worst nightmare last night. Thank God it happened at around like 2.30, so it wasn't my whole night. But it was one of those where you, have you ever woken up crying? No. I woke up crying. Oh. Yeah. What okay. happened in your nightmare? Okay, so it was like God was cleansing the United States by using this tidal wave that could reach all the way here and take out everybody that it need he needed to it was super weird All like i'm not folk. even like that god, godly you know but i was like uh i made it to the top of the mountain and liam was at school and derek was like almost up the mountain and sucked derek away and then i had to make the phone call to the school and and then they would tell you if your kid died or not Jeez. and my kid died and i was i woke up crying it was like the worst, worst dream I could ever have. And I couldn't go back to bed. I just laid there. I wonder why you have those bad I dreams. Know. I mean, obviously there's something in your subconscious. You care about your family, right? But did something happen where you felt 
a Liam Bos- Well, no, 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 that Liam. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, it's hard to analyze dreams. It's kind of pointless. I know we've had a dream analyzer on before, but um, I don't know. Did you eat something weird? I had broccoli. I had broccoli with some this, grilled chicken. That it was more it. more to do what's going on in your subconscious. I think that always comes out through your dreams because you're not able to filter it out. Yeah, know. I don't know. It was messed up. But other than that, I'm ready for a really good day. I have a pedicure on the slate, so that's right really on. good. And uh, going to get some groceries for the big game. And that's that. Uh, my day consisted of a quick workout, grab some stuff on the way home. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, in my days without coaching a sport during the winter are like just put together to try. So I did a bunch of laundry, uh, a couple of things I needed to fix around the house, made a bunch of beef jerky. I saw you then, break your pool ball. Oh my, oh my God. Have you ever your seen anything like that? Your face was so funny. I oh have, my God. <laughs> I, at this point in my life, I have experienced a lot. So yeah. rarely do I get so shocked that I don't know what to do. But yesterday... And I was playing pool with my friend Barry over the weekend, and he had shown me videos of one of his friends that that he plays tournaments with, uh, videotapes himself practicing a lot so that he can see little problems. Like, it's most athletes do it, right? You run film, and then you see what the problems are. So I had, like, 20 extra minutes yesterday. And so uh, I took the cover off my pool table, and I was messing around a little bit. I went, oh, I'll put the camera up because I was having kind of trouble with my break. And I'm like, cool, I'll put my camera up. I'll run a couple of these. And I go I go to break, and the pool ball exploded. What is this when a combination of, like, strength or uh, old balls I, or I, what? I think that was it. Something must have happened where that ball got a small chip in it. But this is porcelain. You have to understand, this is the same stuff your toilet is made out of. Yeah. The okay. same stuff they'll make your teeth out of. <laughs> Just the disbelief in your face and then the slow pan up to the camera. Like, I have, did you get that? That was funny. I've never been part of anything like that in my life before. And yeah. I was just, what? And, and it happened. And I turned my phone off. And maybe five minutes later, my wife walks in. And yeah. I must have been like white as a ghost because she came home from work. And she goes, what is wrong? She didn't even say hi. She just looked at me. She goes, what's wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, I broke a billiard ball. She's like, how'd you do that? I said, I just broke the rack and it exploded. And I showed her the the, the film and she was like, I have never seen anything like yeah, that Yeah, that before. was crazy. It, I mean, I was so scared. And at first, what I thought was, I thought a rock came in through the window yeah. and landed on my pool table. <laughs> and that's why I was so scared at first. I'm like, somebody chucked, like, this is a hate crime. Yeah. And then I was like, but who hates me enough to go through something like that? Oh, and then I started going through time. the list, right? Yep. And then I was like, this could happen. This teen in Iowa is so my son and his friends. He made an Instagram uh, account where he promised to eat a spoonful of peanut butter for every 50 followers. And then he also had like this uh, like big apparel line that he was trying to push. And he is giving a portion of the proceeds to charity or whatever. So he's up to 100,000 followers. All over the internet, they've been doing just certain things for so many followers. And I thought, well, peanut butter is pretty good. My first thought was that it was kind of funny and then I started to be in awe at how fast his account was growing pretty close to $150 on peanut butter to support this venture for him that's 2,000 spoons full of peanut butter yeah and he did a time-lapse video had a big 
glass of milk, and he had his friends also cover him in peanut butter. So it's weird when I do it, <laughs> but then you have to be like 13 in Iowa and have an Instagram, and then it's cool, but... Either way, I mean, follow him because then he'll just keep eating peanut butter. And that's what our world is made of. So we can watch people do that online. Big Show Wednesday. It starts with First Steps Baby Expo tickets and a chance for you to win a car detail at 6 a.m. At 7 $3,000. And at 8.20, how about a new tattoo? It's all happening during the live show Wednesday morning on KCLD. Now let's wrap up the podcast. So I look at my kid. I'm like, he's going to be a catch. He's so sweet. He's sensitive, funny, caring. If you're raising one of those boys, the girls out there are going to be lucky, I think. But when I heard this mom talking about her son, I'm like, I feel like it's kind of your fault. Let me get this straight. My son ain't got no car, no job, no house, and I'm raising his baby saying, you want to date him because he's cute? Oof, baby. You're a special kind of stupid, aren't you? (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) And all of that was created. You know what I mean? Like Dr. Phil has his ducks in a row. He says, you are preparing your child for the next year of their life. I think she dropped the ball. Don't you? Don't you feel like the parent has to take responsibility? I think there is uh, certainly a portion of that which falls on the parent. Now, Here's the hard part. You can't say it's all on them because you become an adult at 18. I think you really start making life choices when you're probably about 15. Yeah. I don't know. But. There's still some guidance that has to be done. When that 18-year-old leaves the house, they start making some choices that could end up bringing them back to the house. Yep. With extras. And that's not necessarily your fault. (sighs) There's a whole lot of free will that goes on here. There are a whole lot of amazing parents. And I think when there's babies involved, then tough love can go out the door because you don't want those babies to be in a bad spot. So I think there's a whole lot of great parents that have kids that make some pretty horrible decisions. Vice versa. I think there's some horrible parents. And because you don't want to end up like your parents, you have really, really great kids. But I, I would be probably the last to say it's all your fault. But there's definitely a good chunk of you in that child. Is there uh, a situation with your son or daughter right now where you're like, they are undateable, yet people are very attracted to them. Like you sit there and you watch your son game and pee into a Mountain Dew bottle because he's too lazy to get up and go to the bathroom, yet he's got chicks blowing up his phone like, oh, I want to date you. And you're like, why? Why? Okay, so as soon as we started talking about this, I got a text from a lady named Haley who said, it just said, my daughter is dumb. Haley. And so I texted her back, and she's going to come on the show here in a couple of minutes. She's just getting out of a meeting right now. She said they had the radio on, and she immediately looked over at it. Oh, no. I want to get her thoughts and yours as well. Are you raising a child who might be pretty cute? They're good looking, but you think they're probably not dateable. If your mom... Was all over the internet saying stuff like this. Let me get this straight. My son ain't got no car, no job, no house, and I'm raising his baby saying, you want to date him because he's cute? Mm. Oof, baby. You're a special kind of stupid, aren't you? (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) You know, to sit there and look at someone that you raised, and you're like, how did you turn out like that? I'm not quite sure. Most of us look at our kids with some rose-colored glasses. You think they're the absolute best thing on earth, and then... I'd like to introduce you to Haley, who started texting us immediately when we were talking about this, and now she's out of her meeting. So, 
We understand that your daughter is maybe a little undateable. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I love my daughter. Don't get me wrong. She's a, she's a sweetheart, but she just has all these guys just doing everything for her. They love her. She's she, They're coming out from every corner, and I don't get it. She is not the brightest. Uh, uh, wow. Oh, my God. I don't even Jesus. know what to say. She's not that bright, okay? She's a little ditzy. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah. Her and her her father and I both went to college. We're both really bright, really well-spoken, and she is just really ditzy. Is it a game that she puts on, though, or is she legitimately not a very like intelligent person you know as a parent i want to say that's what it is to make myself feel better about it but no she's not putting on a game she's the child has been ditzy all her life wow and i i don't get it i don't know where it comes from but i also don't get how these guys are so crazy for her she can't hold a conversation so listen as uh, that's uh, as a guy who dated my fair share of girls that would fit this description when i was in college we think differently throughout a large portion of our life. I'll agree with that. It is eyes, then ears uh-huh. for men for the majority of their life. So for the first audio, I was like, I wonder how many women out there saw all of the red flags, like the baby being raised by grandma and no job and no car living at home and still were like, he's got to be mine. <laughs> So it's just uh, always a constant battle. I understand that I'm the mom, that I am in control of the weekly menu in our house. But, you know, I had a conversation with Liam last night. I'm like, listen, the options I give you, I didn't have those growing up. You know, we kind of had an understanding that what my mom made on a Monday, we were probably going to eat for like Tuesday and Wednesday because she made so much of it. My mom would make spaghetti for the 1997 like she would make it for the whole year and then we would just go in there and nuke it and we were all so busy she had three kids she had like a couple of jobs my dad worked in the city and it was like I don't know kind of fend for yourself you know and there was never anything like what it is today it was not stressful we're in a situation in my house right now where uh Trish or I will make dinner and my son, my 16-year-old son will go, I'm hungry or I'm not. If he has late practice, he usually eats before practice, so he's not starving after practice. Yeah. It, it, there's all these things. So it's, this is what we've made. If you don't want it, you're on your own. So it, to me, it serves a couple of different things. Number one, if you don't like what we're making, then you're going to learn to be self-sufficient because one day you'll be on your own. So at least I know you're not going to starve. Yeah. And then the other one is, I'm not chasing around now if you have a special request Mm -hmm. it's your birthday you get a job you know something like that for sure we'll go above and beyond but i don't even mind making something that somebody wants but here's what i'm not going to do at 4 30 you're not going to text me saying i want filet mignon with this and this and this I'm not going to go and bust my ass to go make sure you have what you want if you weren't thinking out ahead. Liam, the other day, I said, hey, what do you want on his way to basketball? You know, thinking he'd say, can you just make, I don't know, some pot stickers or maybe some fried rice. He's like, I'd like some chicken carbonara with some of that uh, garlic bread with some cheese on top, like the Asiago cheese. And I'm just like, who are you? Where are you from? What planet? And then I made it for him. Uh, Trey, you're kind of along the lines here. You know somebody that's dealing with this? So it's interesting you bring this up, um, you know, because my (laughs) friend, she's got this whole 
she's got this whole thing, like she's Wolfgang Puck out here. <laughs> you know, she's got like kebabs, a rotating menu. Yeah. Uh, like when I when I was a kid, it was sandwiches every yeah. day. The same, the same sandwich. Same. Like what's a sandwich of the day, any day? It's whatever it was yesterday. And then <laughs> on like Friday... That was that Monday through Friday, just sandwiches. Did did your mom ever switch it up for you at all? Once a week, we get like spaghetti, okay, or like a surprise casserole. And I <laughs> swear to you, like those things were made. Like the meat in the surprise casserole or on the spaghetti was whatever was in the sandwiches. Yeah, oh, <laughs> she just diced right. it up. That's huh? smart. And I don't really eat anything with the word surprise in it, to be honest with you. I'm it's- at that point in my life where the word <laughs> surprise should not come in my menu. Yeah, surprise or dump, like dumplings, I don't do that either. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! So, Kat's officially going to get the bingo this morning. If the first line we pick up in a couple of seconds has somebody listening who... Who has had a tattoo covered up, and I want to know why. So Paris Jackson has 80 tattoos, mind you. She went to the Grammys. She was on the red carpet. You didn't see one because she used magical foundation. I like switching things up. I love my tattoos. I love my piercings. I love all the body modification stuff, art. And sometimes I don't want it to distract from the art that is the fashion I'm wearing. And it gives the dress its own moment. There you go. She looked really good. Just kind of a blank canvas there. So you had a tattoo covered up, but I want to know why. I'm going to get the bingo. If the first line we pick up here in a couple of seconds has somebody listening who is doing a major home improvement project this summer. Like when the weather gets really, really nice, y'all are going straight. I mean, you are adding an addition. Mm-hmm. You are uh, gutting the inside. Like I keep watching Main Cabin Masters. I'm so addicted to that show. It's the only television show I watch anymore. But watching these guys go into these cabins and make them look so amazingly new and fun to be around, I'm just like, oh, they're geniuses. To have those skills, pretty amazing. Katie, you're first through. Who's going to get the bingo here, Cat or myself? Cat. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So you've had to cover up some tats. First off, how many do you have? Oh, man. Um, I have a lot. I have a whole sleeve and my leg and stuff, so quite a few. When it comes to why you covered it up, what was the reason? (laughs) This is very disappointing, but um, it was my ex-husband's name. Okay. That's okay. We all make mistakes. So what was the name? Could you make it into another name? Um, No, I actually turned it into a turtle. Oh, okay. What was your only option? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they wanted to do flowers, but I'm not a flower girl. So, yeah. yeah. Where, where was, was your my, husband's name? Uh, my forearm. Okay. So. And, uh, and that's so hardcore. Like, that's like, does he have your stupid. name somewhere? <laughs> um, no, he actually has um, my youngest son's name, okay. which is not his son. Oh, okay. So his non-biological son <laughs> a whole got a spot on his here. body. All right, so you went and had it covered up with another tattoo. You didn't use, like, the... Do they make a balm that'll make it kind of disappear? I don't know. I thought I saw once that they make something that really, if you keep using this uh, this lotion or this balm... It'll take the ink It'll start eventually taking it away. It'll lessen, lessen. But you sound like yours is part of a, a design that it would look weird if there was just a hole in the middle, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It turned into a sleeve. It's a whole ocean up to the sky. Oh, okay. And you didn't want to do laser or anything like that because my girl Sarah does those all the time. Gets rid of no. Okay. No, I love tattoos. I don't want you to feel like you have to get too intimate at this point, but was there ever a time that you were like, you know, in between relationships and all of a sudden like the moment struck and then all of a sudden you look down and there's your husband's name? No, okay. I got it uh, covered pretty quickly after. Okay. So.